Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Here's the deal. Yeah. Neil's in the house. Yeah. Any link available to see the interview the other day on ABC? Oh, did it Did it come out? I don't know if it's come out yet. I any link available to see the interview the other day on ABC News, Miami? Well, you mentioned that we had filmed an interview. We did we, film an interview. We don't know if it came out yet. I hope it came out. I'll ask I'll ask him. John's here with us. Uh, intend to keep my car indefinitely. I am concerned about servicing. Okay. That's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Let's kick things off, and then we'll come back. We'll do a bit of a roll call. Let me pull up where I want to start today's conversation. Dad, this comes by way of our friends over at Cox Automotive. Dealership service revenue increases again in February on lower activity, according to X-Time metrics. Yes. So not only does Cox have a monopoly on Everything. the sales. Yeah, they do. They have a, <laughs> they have a monopoly on all aspects yes. of auto. Yes. U.S. franchise dealerships continue to earn more service revenue on fewer tickets in February, according to the latest Cox Automotive analysis of X-Time metrics. Yes. The repair order revenue index increased in February for the eighth consecutive month, with the revenue per service ticket averaging $501, a record high. The repair order volume index decreased month over month and remains well below pre-pandemic levels. Yes. We talk a lot on this show about when it's the right time to buy a car, the wrong time to buy a car, yes. how to make sure you're, you're navigating the process with confidence, Dad. Yes. One of the things we don't talk a lot about is, you know, it's beautiful in the repair shop today. The sun's coming in right oh, over here. Yes. Yes, it is. You know, but I feel, you know, it, 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 it's almost like, it's almost angelic looking. It's almost like, Go you a know, little that way? Go a little it, that way? It, it's it this way. No, no, no. Get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 almost like once you've paid this bill, you're dying and going to heaven. Pops, not only is it a bad time to buy a car. Sadly, it's a bad time to own a car. Is this just a reality of inflation, or is this something else that we're seeing? Do you think? Well, you know, I read the article. Yeah. And and there wasn't anything that I saw in there that said why. Why is the average repair order now $501? Is it because uh, dealers are are asking their service advisors to sell more service that might be questionable as to whether or not um, the customer needs it? Can I share a quick anecdote? Sure. We were out to dinner, yes. uh, excuse me, out to lunch with yeah. our family up yeah. in Philly this past weekend. Yes. My I think of him as my uncle, but my cousin Jed, Yeah, he turns to me and he says, you know, Zach, I recently had an experience with my car and Jed drives a 2015, 2018 Honda Clarity or Insight, yeah. something like that. Not, in the, you know, it's yeah. fine. In Pennsylvania, you have to get a state inspection every year. Yes, you do. He's taken it to the same dealership where he bought it, where he's done his maintenance, everything. Yeah. He goes to get the state inspection done. He's got a dent in his driver's side door. He but the does. door, But the door works fine. Yes, it does. They fail his inspection. Why? Because they said, the, the technician said he couldn't open the door. Oh, which is like, well, how did Jed get here? Now, here's what the good part. Yeah. The technician also marked that the brake pads were low and the tires needed to be replaced. Yeah. Or the tread depth was getting close. Yeah. He takes it to a local mechanic because yeah. he leaves. He couldn't get the inspection passed. Yeah. He leaves, takes it to a local mechanic, passes the inspection. Tread depth on the tires is fine. No need to change the brake pads. Mm -hmm. And he turned to me and he said, and he's telling me the story. He's like, I've completely lost all trust with that dealership now. As well he should. Absolutely he yeah. should. Yeah. And so to your point of are we selling things that are questionable? Maybe that is part of how we're making up to $501 per RO. 
I, I believe this is just me personally. I believe that there's pressure being put on technicians and service advisors to push for more service per RO that might might not necessarily be needed. Um, And, and so tech, the service advisor is put in a position where the owner or the service manager says you have to get your your uh, average cost per RO up. Yeah. Okay. Well, in order for the the service advisor to do that, he's got to put pressure on the techs that that he works with to say, hey, we have to get the services per RO up, the average cost per RO up. You know, if it's if it's even marginal, I need you to notate it so that we can push the customers to try and buy it now, as opposed to maybe six months from now or a year from now. So the the pressure rolls downhill. I, I think the phrase is, but but we'll use the pressure rolls downhill. Yeah, and and so everybody's laboring under this added layer of pressure to find more things wrong with the car. So that's one of the reasons that the average RO could be $501 a day. And that's probably the biggest reason. Yeah. Second reason for it is that the, that the labor rates have probably gone up dramatically. I, I, I haven't worked in a dealership in what, three years now. Yeah. So I, I am not as familiar with what some of the labor rates are today as to what they were three years ago. My suspicion is that they've gone up just like everything else. Yeah. Um, I believe when I left the mini store, uh, our labor rate was about $130 an hour. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that labor rate today is 140 or 150 dollars an hour. Um, so I think that would be the other factor is that the is is that the uh, labor rate that consumers are charged has gone up. The labor rate that the factories are paying for warranty work has gone up. Um, and and when we look at an average ticket, mm-hmm. that would also include warranty work, I'm sure. Well, and, and that's what's interesting about it. And, and Igor brought it up here in the chat, and I want to I want to pull this up. He says it's misleading information because lately a lot of manufacturers had been issuing recalls, and Cox Automotive adds that to their statistics. Service departments do make more, but recalls is the thing. So that's something to consider as well. We have seen a lot of recalls, but I would I wouldn't necessarily. And I don't. This is anecdata. This is not. I don't know if there's been more or less recalls recently than than not, but I mean we have seen quite a few. There was just another well, they're, one. They're, 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 they seem to be larger in number. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just reading this here, Zach. That statistic you got from Cox is based on including the recalls, and that's there a ton of, yeah, potentially. There's also, to be fair, Igor, there's been like inflation and the realization well, that I think there is pressure on service well, departments. Well, if I may, let me ask Igor right up front and then he can type it in the chat. Um, you know, before you sold your dealerships, uh, how much has has labor rates in the service department for both the uh, retail and, and uh, warranty, uh, how much of those rates gone up over the last three years? Uh, I, I'm just assuming. And everyone in the chat, because we're getting a few, like Jordan saying yeah. labor rates are about 95 to 125 an hour. Sam in Texas is saying it's actually 150 in the Dallas area. I mean, I'd be very interested. Like post if you've gone to the to, to the repair shop recently or the dealership. I'm curious 
curious what it might be. Dealership labor rates are going to be higher than your local independent, but but dealerships tend to try and match um, the labor rates of the for a particular job, uh, the labor being charged by a local mechanic. Definitely. Leon's saying here $140 in his neck of the woods, which is our neck of the woods since yeah. we're all near each other here. All right. We've got here from J-Croc service revenue booming could be people starting to hold on to older cars rather than buying overpriced used and new ones. That that could be a third reason that, that the average uh, repair order has is going up. I definitely think that's playing a role. In I, I, and we do know uh, for a fact that that I mean, we have seen a lot of information recently hmm. that local shops, local mechanics, not the not the ones associated independent with shops, the, yeah. the independent shops, are are having um, are are having difficulty in being able to take care of their customers. Uh, the wait time to be able to bring a car in has gone up dramatically. Um, there's obviously issues that they're running into with getting parts. Uh, oh my that gosh, are causing yeah. delays in the repairs. If you weren't on yesterday's show, Marcello told us that at his shop, he said they're they're a big four, excuse me, big Toyota dealership. Yes. They have a body shop there. He's had customers who who had accidents October and November and still haven't had their vehicles repaired. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. We've got Matt saying my Toyota dealer wanted to charge me for installing a trailer hitch, almost three hundred and fifty. What U-Haul did for seventy. Yeah, labor rates are different at U-Haul <laughs> versus the dealership. That's well, what that says. well, it could, and there's. I, honestly, I don't want to. I don't want to defend your Toyota dealer because at three something it was probably too much. Um, but the way it's installed and the way U-Haul installs it are two completely different ways. One would be attached to the frame, and one might not be. Um, and that's fair. why that's, fair. that's why one's less expensive than the other. There you go, Igor. Letting us know oil changes have gone up by average fifteen and twenty-five. Per single job we've got here let's come back to the chat can, can i yeah. say one thing i i love being able to get instant oh, of information from 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 everyone that's from here, everyone yeah. on here and and uh, igor and everybody else that that they can respond and and we can talk about it in real time no 100 no that's what we've got here is incredible yes turbo from connecticut Afternoon, y'all. Finally manned up and stopped freeloading. Became a premium member last night. Your hard work has me totally sold. Thank you for thank, that, Turbo. Thank you. Yes. No one here is freeloading. We are happy to help as best we can. But if you are going to become a member, like my dad said at the outset, this code runs out today, today at midnight. 1159. Well, at 11.59. Use code LUCK at checkout. We've got all sorts of cool things that we're working on right now. I'm very so excited. So I think that means there's less than 12 hours left to take advantage of it. That is how that works. Or, and if you don't, then your luck has run out. <laughs> We've got here from Justice, California Marketplace. Oh, nope, Canada, not California. Yeah. Canadian Marketplace did an undercover sting about this a few years ago. Worth watching and see how it all works. Definitely. That sounds super interesting. Thank you for mentioning that, Justice. Phil says, getting my tires put on by Pep Boys was a nightmare. With my appointment, it took four and a half hours to put four tires on. They only had two employees but needed maybe six. That wow. speaks to your point about the yeah. labor shortage. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Leon says, my cousin is a GM mechanic. He can do 30 hours of book work on Saturday. In about eight hours' time. <laughs> yeah. So so it is yeah. – I mean, neither of us are experts on this, but you you know enough and I know enough. You bill by the book hours. Yes. You do jobs as quickly as you can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You make up the difference. That, that, that's, that's, how the, that's how the mechanic makes his money. 
you know, they they do certain jobs so often it becomes rote. And even though the book time to do that job might be four and a half hours, that mechanic has done that job so many times that he might actually be able to get it done in one and a half to two hours. But he still collects as if it took four and a half hours. 100%. All right, we got a couple more chat messages and then I want to flip over to a new topic. Okay. Andrew says that hitch may be covered by warranty being done at the dealer also yes. the, uh, doing it. U-Haul may void it. These are interesting concepts, things yes. I wasn't thinking yeah. about a yeah. second ago. Uh -huh. Short round says, Zach and Ray, maybe you could add to the YA website repair costs and, and servicing to where you live, like give estimates. So we're actually working on, and we currently have a partnership with a company called RepairPal. I don't know if anyone has familiarity with it, um, but we're working on integrating their repair estimator into the YAA experience. And then if you have um, the, your YAA extended warranty, we're also working with RepairPal to then help you set up the appointments if you need to use your YA extended warranty when you go. And we have a rebate, a $25 or $50. I forget. We have a $25 or $50 rebate um, if you use RepairPal on a repair that you do. Where do you find info for all that? I don't know. Just search the internet. But no, it's, just go to our <laughs> website, joinyaa.com. But we do have some pieces to that puzzle. So we're, 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 we're improving our We're working offers. on it. We're working yeah. on okay. it. Okay, very cool. Thank you, Ray. I'm glad that I can provide real insider info and help the community that I care so much about. Thank you for that. That means Igor. a lot. And we've got from Jeff here. My Volvo dealer stopped receiving replacement airbags for an airbag repair on older models. They pushed my appointment back by a month but said that they, uh, they anticipate needing to call, call back again. Part shortage is a real thing. Yes. Let's answer this from Giovanni and then let's switch gears. Okay. How can you be sure they're actually doing the work repairs? Pre-sale inspection on my beater showed no issues. After leaving the lot, I'm having Bluetooth and headlight errors. Inspection sheet was, quote, clear. That's why you get a pre-purchase inspection. Yeah. Yeah. You've talked a lot about just having multiple sets of eyes on yes. something as uh, beneficial. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that, that a tech would miss it on purpose. Uh, you know, a tech might say it's marginal and the used car manager might say, well, if it's only marginal, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, so that's why you want to get a pre-purchase inspection. You want to get several sets of eyes looking at something. Um, somebody might see something that somebody else missed uh, and you can make it part of the negotiation process to get that that the repair included. All right. And just so that I don't leave everyone hanging, if you do need to get a repair, we have this offer. So it's repairpal.com slash YAA slash offer slash 25. What RepairPal does and what they wanted to do with us was we'd get paid. Yeah. We'd get like a cut and we told them, no, just make the rebate bigger. So you get $25 back when you spend $500. We don't make a dime on this, but that's okay. If you get some value out of it, that's good enough. And yeah, they do, um, they do estimates here as well. Okay. So definitely check out what they have going on. And I saw here, Dad. Yes. Home-based income. We're going to come back. We're yes. going to come back and give her a huge shout. There's a YouTube video yes. out there um, yes. from Home Base Income 101. She got her Chevy track. She put her deposit down, yeah. buying the, the VSC from YAA as well. Um, did a video talking about her experience using live chat, being a member, and getting a lot of value out of it. I watched it this morning, and it put such a big smile on my face. So thank you so much for well, doing then, that. Well, then are you telling me I'm going to? I'm going to be able to have a big smile on my face this afternoon. You when probably I come home and will. Watch it. You okay, probably cool. will. All right, let's take a look at it. Something that you sent me yesterday, which yes. comes from Automotive News. They send out a weekly newsletter, I think, for F and I information. Yes. And by um, every every month, they have a by the numbers section. Can you break down what the heck we're looking at here, and uh, why well, it's appalling? Well, this this by the numbers section uh, has to do with uh, pre-owned cars, average used car loan payments. 
um, and, and where they were in quarter four of 2020 and where they were in quarter four of 2021. Okay. Now in, in 2020, the last quarter of 2020, that would be October, November, and December of 2020, the average amount financed on a pre-owned car was $22,630, with an average monthly payment of $417 for, call it 66 months, okay? Uh, and the interest rate averaged about 8.4%. In quarter three of 2021. So one quarter before this data over yes, here to the right. The the amount finance jumped to $2,230. The payment went from 417 to 471 And the interest rate went to 8.1%. So the interest rate went down. The, the term, term went up another month. It went up from 66 months to 67. A month and a third. month uh, and a third. Yeah. Now... In, in, in the last quarter of 2021, the, the amount finance rose by over $1,000, $1,061 to $27,291. The average payment is now $488, and the interest rate went up again Just to 8.2%, and, the, and term. the term went up again to 67.36 months. Um, so... Uh, that's that's what over five and a half years that you're financing these used cars for, and the monthly payment on them is is staggering. It's just short of five hundred dollars on average. And if I remember correctly, the new car payment side, the average recently for new cars was six hundred and fifty dollars a month. So to suggest that it's getting more and more difficult for people to be able to afford cars, whether new or used, and the amount that they have to finance in order to do it, it's 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 just, it's scary. I, I don't know how an average person can effectively afford to buy a car. All right. So here's what I did. I just pulled up on another screen, a loan calculator. Okay. okay. This comes from calculator.net. Yeah. I plugged in here the loan amount. Yeah. The loan term, which yeah. let's double check. So we're saying it's 67. So it's, it's, Five years, seven and a half months. Call so it's a little more than five and a half. Let's see. Can we do like 5.7? 5. 5. Okay. Perfect. That works. Okay. And the interest rate is 8.2%. Yes. You're paying $7,000 in interest. Yeah. That's kind of screwed up. Yeah. At a monthly payment of $500 a month. So it'd be just a tad less than that because the yeah. average payment's 488 But it gives you an idea of how much it's actually costing you. Not only the cost of the car, not only the 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 cost of finance the car, the seven thousand dollars in interest you're going to pay back. There's the cost of insurance. There's the cost of maintenance. There's the cost of gasoline. You start adding all that together, it gets pretty damn expensive and eats up a large percentage of of a family's budget huge yes and with the cost of food going up and the cost of housing going up how are people supposed to be able to afford all this that's the question that i ask it's absolutely insane yes thank you for thank you and your staff absolutely this is what we're here for yeah but it's it's 
it's concerning because then we see on the wholesale side price declines, but we haven't seen the the commensurate decline on the retail, retail side. side. And that's why we encourage people to negotiate on used cars right now yes. as best you can. And that's also why we encourage people to stop buying cars because the one thing that will ultimately bring prices down. You want me to go this way? Well, you see how your elbow goes out of the screen? The one thing... <laughs> The one, the one thing that will ultimately bring prices down is if demand goes down. <laughs> it's scary to say, but like we need to cause a yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, so, a little, a little, a little car buying recession wouldn't hurt nobody. Yeah. So stop buying cars if you it, don't buy because you want to. Only buy because you need to right now. Absolutely. Okay. And you really need to rack your brain, do a pros and cons and say, is it a want or is it a need? And if it's a want, pass, you know, uh, just, just pass, just take a flyer. Don't do anything. Continue to live with the car that you have, because ultimately if more and more people drop out of the market, that will force dealers to lower prices. Yeah, 100% dead. All right, let's go to the chat here for a second. Then there's two more topics we need to hit. Oh my Short God. round says, who pays 8% on an auto loan? That's just insane. No, it's not. That's the scary thing. Is <laughs> that That's the average, my friend. And with good reason, because a lot of people pay a lot more than that. A lot yes. of people pay less, but yes. especially if you're in a challenged credit position. Well, and, and if it's an older car, the older the car, the higher the interest rates. Sam in Texas saying, hey, guys, classic Chevrolet in Dallas-Fort Worth has a new ad on TV that you'll you'll never pay more than MSRP on any new Chevy. That's a great ad. Yeah. I hope they hold true I, I hope it. it's true. Um Onlin, Mr. and me. Mm, I don't know. With Toyota slashing production, I'm going to hold my 2016 Tacoma and see what I can get. Uh, for it maybe six months from now. Or maybe a little longer. Yeah, that. potentially yeah. even longer. We've got uh, Brian here. Quick anecdote. Sold my yeah. car to Carvana this week. During the process, they dropped the ball on the paperwork and had me resubmit. The new offer was $1,200 higher than the first. Dropped it off this week. Well, That's super telling. Yes. Because we've seen Carvana offers start to really come down over the past two, three months. We've seen wholesale prices being a little bit of a, a divot, I'll call it. Mm -hmm. But we expect, because new car production has... There's literally no good news on the new car production side. Mazda no. was talking about how they're shutting down production in Japan for the next two days. Like we have, we didn't even make that a story today because it feels like we're beating you know beating the same drum. Yeah. But that means that used car prices probably will go back up. Mark says I pulled out of a deal because of YAA and I'm grateful. I burned a bridge at the dealership, but I saved myself from making an expensive mistake on a markup and a low ball offer on my trade in two separate transactions. Yep. Never forget that. The purchase of the car is the first transaction, and the sale of your car is the second transaction. And if you have to buy a car, thanks for mentioning this, yeah. Justice, you can do the work, and you can earn an amazing deal. And I think yeah. earn is the is the, yes. the operative word there. You kind of got to work for it, and you got you to gotta earn it. Yes. My first car in 93 was at 27%. Wow. Uh, yeah, you, you got taken. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. All right, Pops, I want to pull up another story here, and this comes from our friends at Cox once more. They're talking about yes. how inventory and merchandising are going to change in the future of e-commerce. Yes. Essentially, everything that we've been starting to describe about how the, the footprint of the dealership, carrying inventory, et cetera, they, they put a pretty lengthy paper out here yes. about transparency, the inventory that you're going to need. They talk about what the future of buying a car looks like, and it's different. It's very different than what it is today. As well, it should be. 
um, you know, we, we're, we're in the 21st century. Technology has taken over. There are things that are available for dealerships and manufacturers alike to use to make the car buying experience much more customer friendly. Um, and for the longest time, dealerships have resisted um, making the process friendly for the customers. And, and you showed a chart um I remember seeing a chart recently about dealers think they've made it easier, but the consumers think they have not. Yeah. Um, so a part of the problem is, is, is that the dealers never really look at this through the consumer's eyes. They always think they know better than the customer does as to what the customer wants. And so that they don't really pay attention to what the customer wants or how the customer would like it to be. Here's what and you just mentioned right here. How transparent is the car buying process today for consumers? In 2021, dealers rated it as 54% said it was transparent. In 2022, 77% said it was transparent, a 23% increase, point increase. Yes. Buyers in 2021, 40% of them said it was transparent. In 2022, 26% of them said it was transparent, a decline of 14 percentage points. That is a 37-point delta if you're keeping track at home. So yes, to your point, dealerships think that things are getting better. Consumers think that things are getting worse. And Cox is essentially laying out the groundwork for how, how this is going to look actually different. actually make it better. Um, and and what we need is we need the dealers out there to embrace these changes. Um, it, it's, it's, it's just what they have to do. I... Uh, there, there's money to be made, and nobody's saying that dealerships shouldn't make money and shouldn't be profitable, but they should look at their long-term existence as opposed to just a temporary short-term gain, and when, when concentrating on that temporary short-term gain, they oftentimes neglect the customer and how that's going to impact the customer so that they won't want to do business with them again in the future. So even though the short term looks really good, the long term is going to look, well, kind of cucka. Pops, I know uh, we don't have the headphones nearby, but I'm going to play it. Yeah. Really? you, you got to be, be kidding, kidding Good job. Well done. Yeah. Did you get a chance to look at this story? I did. This comes from Jalopnik. Yes. Two gas stations sue their competitor because its prices are too low. Oh, my God. I hate when that happens. <laughs> Imagine being so greedy that you're willing to sue someone because they aren't as greedy as you. <laughs> that was a good line, Lawrence. Yeah, that was a good really line. Is. All right. Yeah. What's, the, what's the rundown on this story, Dad? Pretty, pretty interesting. Well, you're, you're, you're not in – this is in Wisconsin. Yeah. And in Wisconsin, uh, the, the laws are the Unfair Sales Act is you're not allowed to sell things below cost. But there are exceptions to this, and that is, well, you're allowed to be competitive with a, a, a competitor that's out there. Yep. And 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 this is a, this is a gas station that I think is owned by Woodman's Grocery Stores yep. or something, and they're saying that in order for them to be competitive they have to compete against the Costco or the Sam's Club, whatever it is, that's six miles down the road. Yep. And these other gas stations, I guess, haven't applied for that exemption, or maybe they're not allowed to. Um, so they're they're complaining. They want $80,000 in damages. Yes. And there's a 20 to 26 cent difference in price between the stations. Yeah. Woodsman's price was $3.60 a gallon. Shell was three eighty six, dollars and BP was 
380. Lawyers for Woodman say the prices are in compliance with state laws and that the lawsuit is without merit. The fact that you're even going to like in in incur um incur excuse yeah. me the legal fees to be able to like do this is just stupid um well it, it just it just says to the customers out there we're not on your side we don't we don't i mean and i get that the gas stations need to make money i get it every business needs, needs to, to make, make money. money i get that we're still working on it huh we're still working on well, it. well well there are businesses out there that prove <laughs> that you don't have to make money uh, Carvana being one of them, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, as long as you have enough investors. But the point is, if you have a business, you should be entitled to a profit and and to and to make a profit. To try and make a profit. profit at the end of the year. Um, and and I understand the dilemma, but if the carve out in the law is that there's an exception for competing against the competitor. <laughs> Well then, I guess the BP station and the Shell station need to need to do the same thing. Yeah, it just seemed to me pretty crazy stuff. Yes. From Matthew here. Hey, my girlfriend has a Toyota Rav4 2019 with thirty eight thousand miles. She's contemplating buying it out rather than leasing. What do you think would be best? Well, Matthew, if she's is she leasing, is she leasing it now? Because if it's used, you're not going to find someone who's going to lease it. Well, not not well. Not well. Yeah. If she's coming off lease, let's end today's show with this. If you're coming off lease, do not return it to the dealership. This is a public service announcement. Yes, because the residual value is is probably a good 30 to 40 percent below what the real market value is. So if you have a lease car and it's coming due, this is your opportunity to buy something at 30 to 40 percent below market. I don't know. That sounds like a pretty damn good deal to me. I'd like to be able to buy everything I buy at 30 to 40% below market value. Now, you can't buy everything at 30 to 40% but you below can't buy market value. Below market value. Ends tonight at 11.59. Use the code LUCK when you sign up to become a premium YAA member. You want to know what's in a membership? Go to the plans and pricing page. We are here. We are your backbone. If you're going to go through the car buying process, get and, access. And you can to, do it monthly or annually. Or annually. Yep. Yes. Get access to uh, black book valuations. Talk to our coaches. And if you haven't, if you're just joining us, again, we had a very, very, very special. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Home base income, wherever you are. There we go. Go to go to her channel. Yes. Watch her most recent video. It's it's a YAA member talking about her experience going through the process and feeling confident. Can't thank you enough for doing that. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Pedro, going to get the YAX and warranty. Super transparent. Yeah, because we make 500 bucks. Thank you. Yeah, well, we try and make it easy. That's all we do. We make 500 bucks. Yeah. So there's like no, no, and if you can go find it cheaper, go find it cheaper. But like we make 500 bucks. We partner with a reputable company. Anyway. All right, Pops, let's call it a show for today. Okay. Tomorrow's Friday, which means Miss Kimberly Klein will be joining us. Yes, yes, indeed. No clue what we're talking about yet, but we'll see what news headlines come across the uh, uh, the, the the chick, the tick, tick, trick, the ticker, the ticker, or the tricker, the tricker. Yeah, the tricker treater. Yeah. We'll be here tomorrow, folks. Thanks for being with us. See you tomorrow at noon with more news that you can use from YAA. Thank you, Pops. You're welcome. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.